our first client payment was just as low as 2000 rupees and uh, today we uh, even have clients paying us in lakhs and stuff so through that journey that we have gone through in last four years i have seen competition at all the paces so even today if you want to go back to get a project of let's say 2000 rupees 5000 rupees there are 10 people more who are trying to get that project okay even today maybe we are a mid-size agency so there are maybe 20 more mid-size mid agencies who are trying to get that project it's not like only big agencies get good clients if you have done some good work or if you are being able to show good work there has been some good clientele in our portfolio and they have started with us very small and as we started showing them results they skyrocketed their uh, uh, whether you say ad budget or their uh, i mean entire contract or something like that so how do how do these big agencies become big i mean all of a sudden within just one day or two days they don't become big this is how everyone goes through the journey. Joining us on today's podcast is Scale Delight's founder, Jewel Singh. The founder of this digital marketing agency will tell you about how he pivoted from engineering to marketing, what the challenges of a new company are, the road to getting the first few clients, garnering talented people when starting out, and the difference between marketing in the pre-digital and the post-digital era. A few weeks back, we had Prachi Bali on the show, who was the national head of one of India's leading marketing agencies. After watching this podcast, you'll have a great understanding of corporate life versus the entrepreneurial life in the field of marketing. So hit that subscribe button and the post notification bell and join us for today's podcast. Hi, Ujwal. Welcome on to The Career Show. Thank you so much for taking the time out and being here with me this, this morning. Thank you so much, Trishang. It's uh, my pleasure, in fact. And thank you so much for having me on your show. And to be frank, in last one week, I've gone through lots of your content. And I must congratulate you for the work that you're doing. I think it's the need of the hour. Well, those, those are some really, really kind words. Uh, thank you so much, Ujwal. And usually, I just get right into it. So let's get right into it. I know your background is in engineering. You studied engineering, but now you've started your own digital marketing startup. What was that shift? What was that change in mindset? How was the reaction of your family? Uh, so to be frank, it started uh, during the initial days of my engineering. So I was more of into entrepreneurship then digital marketing to be frank and i always wanted to be an entrepreneur that was there in the back of my mind and for that i mean i used to do lots of things here and there while even i was there in my engineering basically i used to expose myself to the market a lot mm -hmm. so i used to attend startup events i used to attend various seminars but i was not sure what 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 should i do into entrepreneurship and luckily i got exposed to digital marketing thing as well during my initial days i mean i was just 1920 at that point of time and uh, this is something which uh, got my attention i mean i started enjoying reading about digital marketing and uh, watching videos here and there attending seminars and all those stuff as far as parents mm -hmm. is concerned to be frank i had i have never had any objections from parents and majorly because i observed a couple of things over there so people do uh, do get objections from parents maybe because they are not very confident or sure of what people are doing 
so since even while i was engineering i used to work a lot uh, very hard even i mean i did my engineering from pune and my house is here in bombay so even when i used to come here or even during my vacations i used to work hard and i used to meet people i used to attend seminars so they could see me i mean putting my hands on to the hard work and everything so that's i think that's mm-hmm. the that's the major reason why i never got any objection from my parents you know i've seen so many people who study xyz but end up entering marketing what is the reason behind that why is everyone running behind marketing so i believe it's not only just marketing uh, so what i have observed even during my education days is the problem lies deep rooted into something else the problem lies that while you are selecting your career path let's say it's whether it's engineering or any kind of graduation i mean you are just 17 or 18 and to be frank at that point of time you are not exposed enough to understand okay i mean many people at 17 and 18 don't even know that there are different career paths than uh, this science commerce and the doctor or something Correct. like that Correct. and then later on you get exposed you start figuring out okay uh, i mean even this option is there even that option is there and you start i mean exploring basically that's that's the time when you start exploring Mm-hmm. and after exploring if you find that okay this one is something which is uh, which is uh, catching my attention more than what i'm currently doing then people switch i mean i was happy to do that and i was lucky enough to figure that out uh, very in very early days of my engineering so that i could focus even my engineering time during digital marketing or marketing Mm-hmm. and i could do that and i will also encourage other people to do it there's nothing wrong in it i mean if if there's mm-hmm. something which is which is capturing mm-hmm. your interest you should go ahead and do your hard That's work on that there's no, no 100% 100% i completely agree with you that the fact that especially in india people are not exploring many careers that to in early days correct the the ch- correct or late teens correct that's the reason that's the mission of this podcast but but why marketing correct. why is why is everyone running to marketing do you think it's because creativity is is not people are not allowed to be creative they are not allowed to be they are not allowed to express their creativity in our education system that much uh, is that the reason people are running behind marketing why marketing uh so one big reason why i feel uh, people run behind marketing more than other thing is because marketing is something which is easily available mm. when i say easily available like tomorrow if you want to become a digital marketer you literally have 2000 rupees courses available on internet and you literally have even free courses available on internet you have google ads you have facebook ads you have lots tons of thing i mean all these resources mm-hmm. are freely available mm-hmm. so what i think people at young age think that okay so if you want to become let's say a financial analyst you will have to do a course if you want to become a coder you will have to maybe do a course or something but if you want to become a marketer everything is free to you i mean leave digital marketing aside even if you normally want to become a marketer it's free of course it's all about your mm-hmm. own uh, creativity and your own hard work correct mm-hmm. so i think this is one big reason why even right now lots of lots of people do fall into digital marketing but mind you i mean 
digital marketing or even for that matter marketing to the extent what i have understood is a lot more than just uh, some courses and just some i mean you can get into it very easily but to sustain into it and to build your name into it is really some is it really takes your efforts and experience mm mm-hmm. and as far as education system is concerned uh, i think that people over here are especially in mediocre or below mediocre uh, uh, colleges or institutions i think students are not exposed enough to be very frank correct correct so my mm-hmm. big advice would to the students would be to ex- get themselves exposed while they are in their education system because then uh, once you enter into your one career stream it really becomes very difficult to switch so whatever experiments whatever exposures that uh, they want to get into they should get it while they are in college while they are studying but talking about skills you brought up skills you know uh, yeah one thing i want to ask you like like we've been discussing you studied engineering Correct. has that ever been a hurdle in the fact that you never went to learn marketing in college at university have you have you ever given that a thought so to be frank there are two ways of looking at it see one way of looking at it is uh, i did my engineering and maybe i wasted my four years uh, but the other way of looking at it is i mean engineering is just not what is what i have understood from engineering it's, it's not just about i mean reading books and scoring marks it's more of about like persistence it's more of about it it gives you a great sense of uh, i mean how 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 you work hard or something that you don't like still you are doing that with a great courage and everything that is one way second thing yes i mean uh, like you said that i did not pursue my education i had that option to be very frank to pursue exactly. my education further uh, to mm. pursue my education further even after engineering whether i could have done mba in marketing or something like that but since i was exposed so much into the market as i told you uh, when i passed from engineering so i was very confident enough that i don't need a another degree i mean to prove myself and i thought that i will rather uh, learn practical way i mean directly get getting into market failing there and i mean i will learn that way rather than actually going and doing another degree and then coming out and then or uh, doing something so this was my way this is something which i prefer the practical way of learning so that's why i started right after my college and that's how i all the learnings that i have got till date is completely based on practicalities i'm 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 personally a huge advocate of of personal and uh, practical learning as well but that being said the kind of information you learn at university is never goes to waste as well so the fact so the fact that you did engineering is is completely an added bonus for you as well so yeah i i'm a big, big believer of practical learning like you are but if someone really really likes the kind of information you learn at school and colleges that's completely wrong. 100% so that's that's why i told that i have two ways of looking at it so one mm-hmm. way is definitely the uh, the uh, i mean university way or the college way of learning which mm-hmm. i already did in my engineering and the second way is i mean a practical way of learning so i had like two things to choose from like whether i go the first way or the second way i went the second way 
but not necessarily the first way is not good or not good enough Correct. or something like that. It's mm-hmm. just that I prefer the second way of learning and uh, from the practical stuff. But Rintual, you also mentioned that this space is is not only about the online courses and marketer is way more than that. Correct. Correct. That being said, the competition in this space is huge as well. There have been very big marketing agencies who have already been in the business for years now. Do you ever feel that the top, top brands end up being clients to only these companies? Have you ever thought about that? How do you deal with that kind of thought process? So if I tell you about our journey, uh, this journey of Scale Delight, my agency, it's been almost four years now. Mm-hmm. And I have I have witnessed uh, competition at every stage. I mean, to be frank, we started, our first client payment was just as low as 2000 rupees. Wow. And uh, today we uh, even have clients paying us in lakhs and stuff. So through that journey that we have gone through in last four years, I have seen competition at all the paces. So even today, if you want to go back to get a project of let's say 2000 rupees, 5000 rupees, there are 10 people more who are trying to get that project. Okay. Mm. Even today, maybe we are a mid-size agency. So there are maybe 20 more mid-size, mid-size agencies who are trying to get that project. So mm. competition is always going to be there, uh, is what I believe. It's not like only big agencies get good clients. If you have done some good work or if you are being able to show good work, so normally through our journey, what uh, what I have also observed is, is that there has been some good clientele in our portfolio and they have started with us very small. Mm-hmm. And as we started showing them results, they skyrocketed their, uh, whether you say ad budget or their, uh, I mean, entire mm-hmm. contract or something like that. So how do, how do these big agencies become big? I mean, all of a sudden within just one day or two days, they don't become big. So this is how everyone goes through the journey. So I think even we have to go through that journey and we are already going through that uh, journey to, I mean, get to that level. And yes, I mean, there are different types of clients in the market. So whether it is mm. a small client or a big client or something like that, it's all about uh, whom you are tapping. But but let's focus a little more on how do you deal with this competition, right? Um, you clearly answer that there is competition uh, and, and it's a process and you're just following that process with scale delight. How do you deal with that competition in your mind at times? Uh, see, one way which I have figured out for dealing with a competition is have a have a niche or have a USP uh, for yourself. Like one USP of scale delight is that we are uh, being known in the market for uh, performance marketing. Right. So like performance marketing is as simple as if you put in five rupees, you are expecting 15 rupees out of it over a XYZ period of time. So that's how we are placing ourselves. And right now, I also believe that performance marketing is going to stay there for long because especially because of COVID scenarios and everything, I mean, people are more into since the businesses has gone down, people are more into kind of attitude. Right. So this is one way where we have uh, sidelined ourselves from typical digital marketing or typical social media agency to performance marketing agency. Mm-hmm. So that is one way which cuts down the competition. So we have won lots of uh, contracts or projects 
because of this attitude or because of this kind of portfolios that we have mm-hmm. so let's say there is one company who is looking for a digital marketing agency and there are 10 agencies who are applying so we want the contract because our approach towards the project is very much into performance marketing rather than just uh, i mean i mean many a times digital marketing is like ki aap social media bhi kar lo aap ads bhi kar lo aap ye bhi kar lo wo bhi kar lo but we are very much clear cut in our approach uh, whereas we only uh, redirect the brands to a place where they get results out of it so yeah that is one way for us to cut down the competition now i'm not saying that people who are pitching social media or pitching people who are pitching other stuff are not doing good so they can have their own way so yeah this is one way how you can cut down the competition but yeah com- competition is always going to be there you just have to figure out your own way of uh, i mean cutting it down or winning over it super interesting man uh, i know marketing is super competitive space so best of luck with that you also mentioned that your yeah. first client paid you 2000 rupees Uh, which which seems like a super interesting story so do you want to <laughs> do you want to talk about that uh yes definitely so like i told i i i started scale right while i was in my college days itself i mean i was just in my fourth year and to be frank that one first project the first 2000 check that we received that was after almost having 30 to 35 meetings mm-hmm. so you see i saw 35 failures before i actually got a check of just 2000 rupees mm-hmm. so while even i was there in college days we used to do lots of uh, cold calls cold emails during that that time uh, to fix up the meetings and stuff and to be frank I, uh, today when i see all those proposals that i used to send at that point of time i laugh at my proposals that oh my god what what was i doing at that point of time so mm-hmm. absurd quotations absurd proposals and stuff so yeah uh, so that's that's that is when i say that i have learned it the practical way so yeah that mm-hmm. i mean there was one event where we went and uh, there was one guy who was looking for digital marketing and that's how i crashed into him and went to the meeting and got that 2000 check and that was like the one of the happiest days of my like life that i that i finally got one check for the work that i want to do so yeah that's that's the whole journey you you always just need that first kick right in the 2000 rupees check and that first brand was your first kick towards what you wanted to do correct correct but talking about practical learning once again correct. uh you know marketing has changed over the years um it's right. it's all about digital marketing today but i'm sure you would have done your research before getting started off in this field mm-hmm. have you learned anything from the legacy advertisement companies the old way the advertising was done has that yeah. taught yeah. you anything see to be frank i mean these advertisements the old advertisements i mean if you can recall some of the ads were like i think bisley the ads Mm-hmm. or fevicol ads or 100%. even for that matter coca cola ads and all those stuff mm-hmm. so like you said marketing is evolving now today you may not remember one particular campaign that has stayed in your mind for very long mm-hmm. so why these campaigns stayed in our mind because there was lack of content maybe 10 years 15 years back then mm-hmm. and let's say you saw one uh, bisleri ad or maybe one coke ad 
so you did not have any other content for next 3 years for you so that stayed in your mind mm. nowadays what is happening like content is changing every day mm. right i'm not saying that people today are not making great ads they are making they're doing it but the freak, like the cred ad uh, ad you must have seen for rahul dravid right mm-hmm. so that is one of a kind but uh, mm-hmm. for how much time do you think that is going to stay in your mind i mean you will see another great company doing another great ad just i mean 10 days after the cred ad cred ad correct so my point is the content uh, is changing so quickly nowadays Mm-hmm. that i mean it's very difficult to stay in there uh, for very long and it's mm-hmm. it's also important for companies to adapt to this uh, quick change and mm-hmm. you just cannot do one ad and just sit over like red cannot do one ad and sit over kare acha ad ek bana diya ab 2 saal ke liye nahi banaye you see they also launch like 5 10 more ads with different different mm-hmm. uh, people and stuff so yeah learning is there from all the all these uh, uh old ads definitely they were like uh, great ads being made but yeah in today's world it is very important to adapt to this content mm. change and be really quick with it because if you're not quick enough in today's world because of all this social media digital marketing mm-hmm. and you would disappear in moments so mm. i think in today's world it's a combination of both mm. a great ad plus being quick and adaptable with it mm. as you as you mentioned the change in content and the increase in content what i also feel is the increase in the number of platforms so let's just take the example of cred right you saw the cred ad playing on television you saw it on youtube you saw it on instagram you saw it through influencer marketing as well correct correct initially it was just television and radio exactly But now you see i mean you are everywhere I mean, mm-hmm. even if you open any other website on Google, you see the display ads being shown over there. Or exactly. even if you're using a music app, maybe use some Spotify or uh, any music app, or if you will see that after one uh, song, you will see that particular ad. So the impressions that they're getting is immense nowadays. I mean, they just get into your head. With that being said. what platform do you suggest most to your companies is there one specific platform or how do you choose the right platform to to do this advertising digital marketing so this is a very dependent uh, situation i mean it depends upon also while while we uh, onboard any of our client we do a very thorough research before onboarding any client that too without any charge or something like that because we want to understand our clients and our industry better before actually we promise to start the work so according to that research we come to know that which platforms like we also understand client goals let's say if their goal is generating more sales more revenue so then we put our research over ki okay for this particular industry which platforms would be better it could be google it could be linkedin it could be facebook or instagram or something like that so we do our research and then accordingly we uh, suggest our strategies and the platforms mm-hmm. but mostly for us like uh, google is gold mine to be very frank i mean google is something that uh, that uh, we provide service for a lot whether it is google ads or it is seo so yeah you've been you've been talking a lot in terms of we throughout this conversation you know uh, we as in scale delight you and your team Uh, and that that just makes me want to talk about your team do you want to talk about 
how big your team is currently one and second you know a lot of students who study marketing they'd want to go to these big marketing agencies out there um how do you how do you hire in these circumstances then sure so uh, currently scale like is a 15 member in house team and we also have few three four people here and there who contribute based on the project basis or something like that so yeah that is one part about the size of the team as far as hiring is concerned so now we have started hiring with proper interviews and uh, with proper mm-hmm. job applications and stuff but during initial days i mean uh, we were not that big that we can we could have hired i mean people with handsome salaries and everything so that's how we so the first hire that i had i had got 4 years back i remember she was having a salary of just 2.5000 rupees just mm-hmm. 2.5000 rupees i had uh, convinced her to work for me and now today is the same people no one has ever left scale delight and they are the ones who are earning i mean 20 30 times more than what they used to do at that point of time so in terms of hiring yeah during initial days when you don't have money when you don't have uh, huge revenues coming in so that's when you have got to play smart i mean you have got to maybe sell on the sell on the growth part or sell on the learning part or sell on the vision part or something like that now since we have uh, enough i mean leverage so that we can go ahead and hire based on what the requirement of the company is so now we hire based on the normal interview interviews or the job applications or something but even that point of time we we definitely put lots of head on whom we are hiring because ultimately like i said i want to build a team who manages the business by itself i mean even mm-hmm. if i'm not there for let's say one month it mm-hmm. shouldn't be the case that my business is going down i think teams are super 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 important yes uh, yes but i think you mentioned a super interesting thing of how you can hire early on by, by by selling the company selling the growth Correct. Um, using Correct. that as a bigger leverage because you don't have that amount of money to give out so early Correct. in the business um, and it's so also think... important that you stay true to your promise i mean mm-hmm. so let's say if i have hired someone four years back based on xyz promise it's important that when i grow i i keep that promise otherwise you mm-hmm. are just, just spoiling the culture i mean Correct. no one will trust you otherwise then mm-hmm. and if you're just short selling that okay main unko kyu abhi utna growth do chodo ye wo this that mm. so ultimately it's going to affect you somewhere so you have to be right. true to your ethics true to your company 100%. true to people whom you have promised uh, something so that's how it goes 100% well this has been an excellent podcast ajwal um before we head to the end segment um i want to do a quick rapid fire section with you which the I audience would. loves <laughs> um it's it's just something that the audience loves i think coffee with karan has just made people love oh. the rapid fire out so so let's get right into sure. it sure okay perfect i'm ready for it best college memory best college memory is something when we used to go night outs i mean we just used to pick our bikes and used to go night outs for long so yeah mm-hmm. that was the best college memory for me <laughs> the moment you knew marketing was it it was in my fourth year when i actually made a concrete decision that i want to go ahead and 
I I just want to launch my agency mm-hmm. right after my college. So that was the moment in my fourth year. The most annoying habits about clients in the marketing space, especially in my space, a uh, few clients are not patient enough to wait mm-hmm. for the results. So yeah, mm-hmm. that is the most annoying. They don't give you time to I mean execute your strategy. Misconceptions about entrepreneurs uh, that it's easy and it's mm-hmm. I mean all glory. Mm-hmm. What do you love about running your business? Uh, I love the control that I have in my hand. Brands trying to act cool, yeah or nay? Ah, uh, no. I believe in authenticity more than acting something like cool or something like that. Mm-hmm. Meme culture affecting the marketing industry. Oh, I love that. Seriously, I'm. I myself, I'm a <laughs> meme lover. <laughs> so I love. I mean, uh, when memes comes into picture, even while the bigger marketing agencies or bigger companies uh, catch hold of these memes, I love it. Mm-hmm. If not this, then what? Oh damn! I seriously never had a second option. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, just like every other uh, youngster in the country, I wanted to be a cricketer. So maybe cricket as one option, but I don't think about that now. Well, that was the rapid fire section. I hope you enjoyed it. I yeah, hope you sure. enjoyed the great. questions. Let Let's move on to the end segment of the podcast, right? Uh, sure. Where I want to talk to you about the future of Scale Delight. What's mm-hmm. in future for you? As far as future is concerned, to be frank, uh, we plan. lots of short term goals i mean uh, we may not have 10 year old plans or 20 year old plans but we definitely have plans for let's say the month of august for the month of september or even for i you can say next 3 years to 4 years plan so for next 3 to 4 years our aim is to become a 100 member team that is the mm-hmm. first thing and if we become a 100 member team definitely revenue grows and everything grows and mm-hmm. all of these things comes along with that so yeah that is one goal that we have secondly we want to diversify i mean uh, we just don't want to be into digital marketing uh, we can we are also looking to diversify into uh, building some products uh, product something some startup something like that which which uh, which goes global or something like that so we are also side by side working on that part so we have couple of uh, couple of uh, goals to be frank so one goal is with scale delight building it big and building a big team and uh, having good clientele and all and second is diversifying this business yes because uh, i mean we also want to get into other segments what is the craziest goal you have in mind though do you have any crazy crazy goal in mind I have one one crazy goal in mind that I want to build something which the whole world uses. Mm-hmm. The whole world. I mean, it could be anything. My maybe something like Uber, something like Amazon, something. I mean, something like Facebook that the whole whole mass is using. I mean, and at the same time, not just in terms of making money, but also mm-hmm. in terms of helping people out. So when I say mm-hmm. whole world is using, it solves a problem. so mm-hmm. that's that's one crazy goal that i al- always had in my mind and it's still there well goals are there so that people can be ambitious and they can work towards it so i'm so glad you have that goal and i want to wish you the very very best of luck before i let you go i have one last question for you and yeah. that is 
What is one advice you wish you had received before you started your journey? There's one advice that I will like to give maybe uh, to people who are who are uh, looking to pursue their career or people who are in their college days or who are students. Many a times what happens, what you do right now doesn't make sense to you. So let's say while I was in my college days, I used to attend startup events. I used to attend this, that seminar. Even digital marketing was one thing I just attended, attended out of nowhere. Mm. And today, because of that, maybe I may be having this company and the team and the growth that I'm having today. So many a times what you're doing right now doesn't make sense to you. But as long as you are doing it in the right direction, as long as you are upskilling yourself, as long as you are filling new information in your head, mm-hmm. it will make sense to you maybe one year down the line, five years down the line, 10 years down the line, but it will make sense to you. So maybe even the people that I met in during my college days in my startup events and all this stuff, those were the people who called me maybe three years, four years down the line and told that, okay, I'm glad that you opened this agency and I have a project for you. But when I look back in my college days, so that did not make sense to me. I'm why I'm going to this seminar, why I'm going to this. Many people even used to question, or something like that. But in long run, it makes sense. So my advice would be, I mean, to keep upskilling yourself keep uh, exposing yourself and one day definitely it will make sense to you i think that is a great advice to end on so thank you so much ujwal for that and thank you so much for coming on to the career show thank you for sharing the journey thank you so much Prashant. it was a pleasure to have myself on the show i hope you enjoyed this week's career discussion let me know your thoughts in the comment section also don't forget to like share and subscribe Your support means a lot.